Welcome to Small Worlds Podcast. My name is Corey O'Flanagan. And I am Leanne Davidson. Today's episode is brought to you by Drift. Today's and every other day's make your travel more rewarding with the new travel hack, Drift. Drift is a car sharing company. You park your car at the airport. You save hundreds on parking, get a free car wash. They look after the car. And they even have their own all-state insurance. Absolutely. Free parking at the airport, free airport shuttle. Worst case scenario is you get that and a car wash. Best case scenario is someone rents out your car and you make some moolah while you're traveling. Mm -hmm. They just opened up a shop in Salt Lake City. These guys are doing awesome things, so go look them up. The Drift app or... Go to drivedrift.com, D-R-I-V-E. D-R-I-F-T.com to book your spot or borrow a car for your next trip. Today on the podcast, we have the lovely Augustina Maruca. Augustina Maruca, what a nice name. From Argentina. Augustina was someone who I had the pleasure of meeting in Ecuador about five years ago. We happened to be in the same surf town. And um, she's been doing some really cool stuff. Her and her partner have been traveling the world for the last five years and uh, going to some pretty cool places. And we thought it would be cool to bring you guys her story. Yeah, super interesting. I just had the pleasure of meeting Augustina today. I hope you guys enjoy it as much as we did. Yeah, really good stuff. They've got documentaries. They're working on a farm in Australia. Um, just doing some really cool stuff, so we hope you guys enjoy it. Without further ado, Augustina. How are you, Augustina? I'm good. I'm good. It's like, yeah, well, pretty different from the last time I saw you, but yeah. <laughs> That's what we're going to get all caught up on, because you've been on quite the adventure. Are you doing your three months of farm work right now? Uh, no, actually, we are living in. We we ended up here by kind of by chance because we we were at the Gold Coast in in Australia, mm-hmm. and we didn't like it there. And lots of people told us to come down to Byron and I yeah. don't know some on on Gum Tree, which is like a website where you can find mostly anything in Australia. Yeah. Like the owners of the farm just bought a bull out of country just oh. to give you an idea yeah <laughs> they, they bought a bull from another country no no there's like this website that you can find i don't know like yeah, rentals, you can buy a car you can buy a cow you can get a <laughs> i don't know printers whatever you want you can yeah. you just look for it there See, I so, got my, yeah, we my come... van on Gumtree <laughs> when I was in Australia. I got a van on Gumtree for $1,000 from the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the... how it works. It's amazing. Exactly. It was good, though. Yeah, I, lo- I, was, I feel the same. I didn't really like the Gold Coast when I was there, and I went down to Byron, and I much preferred it there. Yeah, it's so beautiful. And then yeah. we found this, um, like, this ad on Gumtree. They were looking for... It's like it's woofing. It's called woofing. It's you mm-hmm. work on organic farms in exchange of a, for accommodation and food. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we and we were supposed to stay for like a month or two, and that's what we did. That we then we started like traveling around Australia, and then we came back to Byron, and we asked if the spot was still available. So we came back to this farm, 
we became pretty close with the owners. And then when we left to do Indo and Sri Lanka and Europe, Mm -hmm. Then we came back here and now we're like with three or four year visas just gonna stay here. Nice. Because it's wow. pretty amazing. <laughs> That's what you guys wanted to, um, I know before when we had spoke you were a little bit worried about how you were going to be able to get your visa, but let's, yeah. um, let's let, we'll, we'll circle back to all that. We need to start at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Which is probably <laughs> roughly, I would say the beginning for you is roughly where we are um, at when I met you. Because I think that was when you were yeah. saying you had been working in, my memory might be completely shit, so just bear with me here. But from what I remember our conversations, yeah. you were working in like film in some way in Buenos Aires? Yeah, I was actually, when I left, Argent like when I met you, I just left Argentina. I was supposed to take like a two month vacation because I was like really stressed. I was actually working for a, it was a government program. They were, I did like the um, live broadcast of all the soccer games. So like every weekend I was kind of in charge of all of that. So it was really stressing and the, the Brazilian World Cup had happened in 2014 and that was like the, the end of like, I couldn't do it anymore. Like I just needed to stop my head for a while. So I went to Ecuador for two months and as soon as I got there, I didn't like it that much. I don't know if you remember me saying something like that. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is not really nice. Like, Did you go to Montanita first? Yeah, because I had like well, the, the guy that's now my partner. We had a friend in common and that also works in film and TV and those kind of things. And I was telling him, like, I really want to leave Argentina, but I want to be able to live in a place where I can be like right next to the beach and still doing my thing. You know, like I didn't want to like stop working on films. Yeah, I know. That's my dream too, like, Christine. Oh, there's no way it's not going to happen. And he was like, yeah. oh, I have a friend that lives in Ecuador. He lives in the beach and he works doing videos and like with them um, covering like sports events. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay. So I got in touch with him. And yeah, now he's my partner. Amazing. And yeah, it was pretty crazy. So much but better yeah, than Tinder, huh? Yeah, way so better. much more organic. <laughs> so much more organic. <laughs> yeah, I I wouldn't be able to use that right now. I don't know how people deal with that. Like I don't know how I, I would work out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so then, okay, so you guys yeah. were there, and then we kind of I was on the back end of my little three week stint in Ecuador, but we met there on the beach, surfed a little bit together, and just kind of got to know each other. But then. I kind of just obviously kept up with you through Instagram, but you guys have been just going around the world. Yeah, kind of. Like the first thing that happened was that he had these two friends that are they're like they're twins from Quito, from the mountains in Ecuador. Um, these guys used to live in the streets, and they were like they they did like juggling for a living, so they would go to restaurants and stuff like that just to be able to buy stuff to serve 
and like their their ultimate dream was like to just surf all day. I remember seeing were, that when I was like, in Bariloche, where you yeah, stop at a stoplight it, and people would sit there and just like so run original. in front of the cars and just sit there and juggle <laughs> yeah. while the stoplight was red, and then like they'd clear out for it. What an original way to make some money! Yeah, <laughs> they'd be like on unicycles and stuff. It was amazing. They actually did like a pretty fair amount of money. Like yeah, they would move around doing that. But yeah, I met them and I was like, hey, these guys are really interesting. Maybe we should do a documentary about them. And their dream was to go to Mexico, to Puerto Escondido, where there's like this massive, like one of the most dangerous and biggest waves. And for Ecuadorians to get there, it's pretty hard. Even as a tourist, they need a visa and they need like a lot of paperwork that these guys definitely didn't have. So we kind of followed the journey until they found a way to get all the paperwork and apply for their visas and get their visas and we traveled to Mexico with them and we ended up making a documentary about it. Nice. So that was like the first trip we did together. Is that made? But then Is that when, somewhere that we can find it and people can find that? You can find it on Vimeo. And what you have to uh, search it's, on Vimeo? <laughs> it's, uh, it's called Sueños de Sal, which would be like salty dreams. Okay. In Spanish. We will get all of this information from you via text, and then we'll put this info in show notes so that people who listen to this will be able to find that. We'll just put a nice, easy link to it for them, because that's awesome. Awesome. Sweet. Yeah, that'll be amazing. So you so, said you've been traveling around the world. Where have you been? Tell us all. As quickly we've as you can. As you can, I'm sure you've been in like a heap of places. This, could, this conversation could last for like three days. But yeah, <laughs> well, I'll try to make it short. Like after that, we were kind of over Ecuador. We had like lots of ideas and we wanted to do lots of things. And we kind of reached this top that we couldn't do anything else because the country was not really good in economic, economically and socially. So we, we had to move. So uh, Rudy's dream was to come to Australia and I wasn't really, I was easy, like, let's just go wherever. And we just came here. We were supposed to stay for one year. He came with a working holiday visa and I came with a tourist visa. Mm -hmm. So that's when we got here and arrived to this farm and we kind of fell in love with this place. The main idea was like not to stay in Australia. It's really hard. The visa things, it's crazy and yeah. it's stupid amounts of money, but whatever, like it's the <laughs> rules. Like, I, I love it too. I wanted to stay. It's, it's the price you pay. Like you, you, mm -hmm. everyone you meet, it's like, oh, how long have you been here? Like, oh, almost three years. Like with, with what visa? What visa yeah. do you have? Like, and it's like, oh, this conversation again, the visa. Yeah. But yeah. So we we knew we were not going to stay here, so we just traveled as much as we could around Australia, which is incredibly beautiful. We loved it. It's it's amazing. It's massive. Have you been to WA? Yeah. We That's my favorite. It's so beautiful and raw and, mm -hmm. I don't know, it's incredible. So it's so untouched in WA? It's just so, it's so beautiful, so natural. Exactly. Yeah, so different from the East Coast. Like, mm -hmm. there's no one. It's, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Okay, so an amateur like me is questioning WA is Western Australia? Yeah, that's it. I was it. able to yeah. decipher that. Look okay. at you go. <laughs> <laughs> Not just a pretty face. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. These Australians and their abbreviations. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's like a really weird abbreviation for every single word. Like, and it's hard. It must be hard as English is a second language. <laughs> as soon as I got here, we were like, we've, I've been like speaking English almost like in my school. They, I, it was like an English school. So I was like, oh, it's going to be easy. But as soon as I got here, I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I, I can't understand. What so, are they talking about? Like, what see, are I'm all British. these new words? And, I'm British yeah. and I don't understand a lot of it. it oh, so really? Yeah, and at the time when I was there, I, I was um, seeing a French guy who barely spoke any English. And he'd look at me and go, what did they say? What did they say? And I'd be like, I have no idea. <laughs> no clue. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. But then you get used to it. Exactly. Yeah. So from there, you guys did a couple of venturing out. I know that you went and spent a decent chunk of time in Sri Lanka and some other places. Were you in some other places around Southeast Asia too? Yeah, we we always wanted to go to the Mentawai Islands. It's an Indo, like right in front of Sumatra. So it's a bunch of islands that it's, um, I don't know, it's like surface paradise. There's waves perfect waves everywhere it's pretty hard to get there like not extremely hard but it's a long trip it's like a two-day trip between boats and ferries and flights and stuff like that so we wanted to spend some time there and we we've been for two months in this island until we got like our immune system got like really low and infections were going crazy and we were like we just need to go back to the city and see a doctor <laughs> and what, what, start, do like, think, what do you think that was eating from? real food yeah <laughs> it's just because yeah like living in the farm here like we have this lifestyle where everything's organic and i don't know you like your your system and your body it's like used to all of this food and we when we got there we, we were really strong but then all you eat is fried rice and, and fried noodles and it's, it's humid and it's hot and then you surf and you get a cut from the reef and it never heals and then you keep surfing and the cut gets bigger and then it gets infected and then you can't do anything. You take antibiotics, but you can't do it for two months. So it gets to a point where like you just have to go back to somewhere yeah. <laughs> with an air conditioner. Civilization with aircon and medicine and vegetables. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we love that place. Like, actually, Rudy, my partner, went again this year for a month yeah. or something. Two months. We 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 didn't have a like an idea of where to go. And while we were there, we met a guy from Portugal, and he was like, "Oh, you guys should come to Portugal. It's amazing. It's beautiful. There's waves. It's summertime." And we're like, yeah, okay, we don't have anywhere else to go, so mm-hmm. let's go Why to not? Portugal. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that attitude. Why not? The question that we get all the time when we're traveling, and I'm sure that you got too, and I'm curious just uh, based on your guys' adventures, is people are always asking, how do you finance this kind of thing? Are you working along the way? Did you guys just save up a bunch of money? What did you guys do? Well, everyone thinks I'm rich, and I'm like, no, no, I just work all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, can just see yeah, my Instagram, yeah, exactly. you don't see me working. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Like nowadays, you, you don't really have to need a nine to five job to mm-hmm. do this kind of life. Like uh, with all of our experience, we ended up 
discovering that we can be like with not much money or almost none, but we always find a way to keep going. But what we mainly do, we, we travel around, we have all our, our filmmaking equipment, we have a water housing and a pretty good camera and a set of lenses, and we mainly work with that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like in Sri Lanka, we were living in a hotel and we were managing their social media and doing videos and photos for them in exchange awesome. of the accommodation. So in the Mentawai Islands, people would pay lots of money for a good shot inside the barrel. It's a trip that some people spend years planning, so it's like a once-in-a-lifetime thing, so doing photos there was good as well. Yes. And we we met some friends from Argentina there that also hired us to travel around with them and do photos to them, so that was another good thing. It's interesting how uh, these opportunities kind of present themselves as you get on the road, too. Yeah, you kind of have to go after them, like, if you don't move around and talk to people which it was pretty hard for both of us because we're not used to that like i i'm like i always worked in film production and i'm like behind the camera and i'm just like doing budgets and hiring people or like doing all these things that i don't have to be like nice or happy mm. or you know yeah. or, <laughs> your customer service is non-existent <laughs> yeah really great personality I don't need that and Rudy also it's kind of like that so like going being on the road we kind of have to let that behind leave that behind and be more outgoing and I don't know like hey you're doing a great job you're on a podcast you're doing a great job yeah I'm not so sure but yeah, um, and yeah, in Portugal it was kind of the same thing. We we got together with a big surf school and we would take photos of beginners in their classes, which wasn't that much fun. But yeah, it was work. So what was it that made you decide to choose this journey? You said was it just that what you said with the work that you were just at the end of the tether, or is there any other reason that you felt I just need to leave? Yeah, it, it always kind of starts with being sick of the city and the yeah. stress and like really thinking like this is no life, like mm-hmm. just this massive world and there's so many places to see and mm-hmm. it's kind of, it gets kind of addictive at some, some point I think, like that, that feeling of adventure and going somewhere you've never been before and that speaking language you don't understand and just always doing different type of maths with money, like how many dollars it's this, but it's a euro, but it's a Sri Lankan rupee. All <laughs> <laughs> those fun things about traveling and meeting yeah. new people. But I guess it's at the beginning, it was just like trying to find a new place where I could call home. But then when you start moving around, you can't stop. Yeah, I don't know if that's like a real answer, like a correct yeah. answer. No, uh, but whatever you feel is the right answer. You know, one of the things yeah. that stuck out to me when we, when I had first contacted you to maybe do this podcast with us was you had just said, like, I don't know if we're, like, the best fit. We, you know, we, things aren't so glamorous all the time. Um, and elaborate yeah. on that a little bit. What are some experiences that you've had where you were just like, oh, is this the right decision? Like, that kind of stuff where you might have doubted what you're doing. Well... While we were in the, well, there's a lot of those, but while we were in the Mentawai Islands, we were staying 
for the first three weeks in an in a little village in an island there was nothing there just this like a resort and where the place where we were staying and it was perfect there was just nothing there and just the locals and there were like 10 people and so nice and such a nice vibe so these guys came and they were like oh we're gonna travel to these other islands and we want you to take photos of us and we were like oh but we don't want to leave like we really like it here but if we don't go like this with someone hiring us we will never go to see those islands so yeah. let's just go and that was like the worst decision ever we got there <laughs> and i got the worst uti and rudy got beaten by something horrible we never knew what it was but it made like a massive hole in his leg and we, i was like okay so just gonna just cut his feet off like oh that, that's God. it oh no nothing else to do and then there was this brazilian guy that went crazy and tried to hit rudy and then the locals were trying to get the, that guy out of the island so the whole situation got really crazy you know like when when you just know you're in the wrong place at the wrong time yeah. <laughs> like, why, why did i make this decision not supposed to be here let's just go back to the little village like yeah. i didn't want to be there like let's it was horrible <laughs> and and yeah like that was one of those then traveling to sri lanka meant um from Europe meant spending 10 hours in um, Saudi Arabia airport in Jeddah. Mm -hmm. And that was a pretty full on experience as well. Like uh, it was pretty crazy, but I think it was like a cultural crash at some point. Cause I don't know, I was trying to speak with men and they would not speak to me or answer what I, when I was speaking or they would just go straight to Rudy and I was like, hey, I'm talking to you. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, they're not going to speak to you because blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, this is crazy. And it was like the worst night of my so life. So demeaning. Um, I, I've experienced that before. And you're like, well, why are you not speaking to him? I'm the, why are you speaking to him? I'm the one that's speaking to you. It's very frustrating, uh, yeah, isn't it? Tired and no patience left. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah. That's very And hard. yeah. And living in a farm, I don't know, like I, I can post those pretty photos of the cows and <laughs> the landscape, but it's just, it's farm life. We deal with dead calves and dead chickens and I don't know. Yeah, and I kind of like, I love it. Like well, you're, you're kind of connected to nature right now. I suppose it's like the complete opposite of what you wanted, like what you, what you wanted to escape in the city. You're just with nature and you're with animals, exactly. the good and the bad. But yeah, that's nice. It's pure. Yeah, and it's like, it's a place like the owners work with um, biodynamic practices. So we get to learn a lot about the natural process of everything. And cool. this, I don't know, a lot of my friends are like, oh, you're just like posting this photo of a calf and how can you eat meat after that and i'm like i feel like this is like the most ethical way to eat meat yeah. for me like now i know exactly where it's coming from and now i know how the animals are treated and yeah you're not they're not mass produced it's all it's yeah. all yeah i don't know if it's like right or wrong but i don't know it's getting in touch with all of this was like a massive change for us in the way yeah. we eat and we see every single animal. I think it's good, it's very educational. 
Um, so, all this time on the road, what is the biggest surprise you've ever experienced? Good or bad? And I feel like now, like thinking back of uh, about all those trips, like it felt way different when I was there than now. Like, for example, when we were in Portugal, we were like, we are definitely not staying here. It's too windy. It's cold. Mm-hmm. The ocean is cold. And we don't like it. We don't like cold. Like, let, let's get out of here. And now I think of Portugal and it's like the most beautiful place ever. And the <laughs> little streets and the neighborhoods and... I don't know, the culture and the history and by then we were like, let's, let's just get out of here. Like. Yeah. So there, there we go, your surprise can be that actually how much your feelings change over time. About yeah, place. and that's yeah. another thing. While, while you're traveling, you're also dealing with your own things and issues and I don't know. And, and depending on how you're feeling or what you're dealing with at the moment, it's the way you were going to experience that place I think it's like for me it was like I don't know Portugal I was just missing my family it it had been like two years since I saw all of my friends and my family and I was like fuck this like I just want to go back home but I knew I didn't want to go and stay and I knew I couldn't just go for two weeks and Mm -hmm. it's like when when you're in that in that mindset you, you cannot you can't enjoy everything the way you should you get out of life what you what you think i notice when i'm not in a good mood that i won't experience things in a positive light like say if i'm something bad happens if i'm feeling negative then more bad things are going to happen whereas if i'm pretty positive i find that very much what i give out i get back Exactly. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Oprah and wrote a book about that called The Secret. Yeah, really? And because really, I can't say I've ever watched Oprah. I know who she is, but what can I say? I'm a life coach, everybody. That's the secret. You could have written that. Inadvertently quoting life coaching. Um, I got a I got a question, kind of turning the direction a little bit now, in terms of. We're a newer couple. We've been dating for about nine or ten months and decided to go do this long travel. And we're kind of in that mindset that you guys are in where we're, we don't know, we don't have an end date. Um, we're just going to kind of keep going until uh, we, and figure things out as we go. But I think you guys were a relatively new couple when you went off. So what are some tips that you have for us or some other couples that might be out there traveling? Because there's definitely issues that come up and uh and there's ways to resolve them yeah <laughs> i'm like hang on That's what issues one. are coming up <laughs> yeah. me i just internalize everything and don't say it you just wait until the shit hits the fan. yeah um, i mean i mean i just deal with the, the, the re- repercussions of Corey eating lentils every day and you know that's the most i've got so far that's how we get ceiling fans <laughs> yeah no i guess it's for us, it's been like we, we were always pretty honest in the fact that we would we would go to wherever we would go, we would both be wanting to go. Like we, I would never go somewhere just because it's what he wants or what he likes. And um, if I'm not sure, I want to go there. I don't know. I don't know if it's clear, but it's like we we, we really feel and we always felt like that if at some point I just want to go back home or he wants to go to Europe and I want to go to India we would just do that like mm-hmm. and I don't know it, the, the years passed and we were kind of 
feeling the same way of every place and wanting to go to the same places and stay in the same places. So just I open think, with uh, your communication. The honesty, I think, helps. And, and yeah, maybe it's having that conversation up front where you're saying, hey, if we decide yeah. that we want to go separate ways for a certain amount of time, that's OK. And like yeah, just saying just, that, I think, makes things it kind of just eases what tension there may be. And you, you get the pressure out of you. Like this, it's clear. Like it's not that it's, it's yeah. no surprise if someone comes about with like, hey, I, I don't really want to go there. Just you go. It's so good. Yeah, tell me after. <laughs> but, but I feel like that's something that's so important in everyday couples as well. Like retain your independence and don't be yeah. afraid to spend time apart and come together. And it's yeah, possible. and I feel like I don't know. I'm, I'm turning 35 next Wednesday and. I'm not taking, I'm not doing anything for anyone yeah. anymore. That's good. <laughs> so, so I, I guess like, gonna be. yeah, and, and I don't know, that's like hard times while you're traveling, um, supporting each other, it's, it's really important. And there's like, there's going to be times where both of you might be down or like not sure of what you're doing. But most of the times it's going to be balanced, you know, there's mm -hmm. sometimes that I'm really down or not sure or not happy and he's really there for me and then the same thing the other way around. So being two is also helpful for that balance. Like if I there's was a certain there's a there's a weird thing that I feel like happens that if you're feeling down for a certain stretch of time while you're in another country or doing something that May, is like going out and doing this kind of traveling is is an amazing thing like it, it, I feel a certain amount of guilt just by feeling down and and wanting to just lay around in my hotel room for a day or two but I've a lot I've, I've gotten better at just saying like you know what you're doing this for a long time this is now normal yeah. life you've got to allow yourself to be able to do this yeah and also it's like like traveling and meeting new people and like discovering there's like lots of different lifestyles and things that you can do it's like it it makes you want to stop and think about things and i don't know re like my whole I mean, if i if i talk to any of my lifetime friends they're all like married or already divorced or they have two kids or one kid or whatever and that's what what they're used to like and that's what i was supposed to do as well but when you travel around and you you see all these different types of life uh, lifestyles and people that are doing things differently it, it also makes you kind of stop and go like okay i'm gonna just meditate this whole thing for a bit and maybe it, you change your your mindset all the time so it's good mm -hmm. to stop for a bit it's yeah. it's always like to spend some time in each place as well like to be able to do that like if, if you know you're just gonna be for 10 days it, it will make you feel guilty to stay in your because yeah, you won't get to see it all. You're like, okay, well, I have to go back to work next week. I need to, I need to get everything yeah. I can in now. And you're always tired or more tired when you get yeah. back. And yeah. so, if you could choose one piece of advice you would give to someone who's thinking about doing something similar to you or I or Corey or anything like that, what would it be? Oh, no, just go. Wherever. Just go. I like that. I think that's the, the common theme that we get when we ask this question. That's the thing, like if you have both if you're lucky enough to have both legs and hands and your brain and the attitude and you just 
feel like doing it just you you always find a way for everything like it can get really 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 bad and you will always find a way to solve it like if you if you really want to keep going and the worst thing that can happen is to just go back home and that's it like that's going to be always there always yeah. and I love that. just yeah. And so that's going to be our soundbite answer right there on Instagram. Absolutely. No, Just I think that that's, that's, we've asked this question to a lot of the people that we've interviewed and that seems to be it. And like what I've always kind of followed up with that on is the, the only thing that you can fail at is if it's something that you really want to do and you choose not to go. Going and planning to travel for a year and only yeah. end up traveling for a month and then saying this isn't for me and coming home isn't a failure. You at least tried. Or going and planning on traveling for a year and staying for yeah. five or six. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the, the great thing is that even the worst experience is traveling after you went through them they're like the most incredible anecdotes. Mm -hmm. That's so it, you don't want to change them. No, like even like when I remember that infection on Rudy on his feet, we were in Sumatra and we went to this hospital and they, of course, they didn't speak English. So I was with the Google translator trying to speak with a nurse. She was telling me like, how long has he, he been like this? And I was like, for three days, but he's been taking antibiotics and which antibiotics, like all of this chat was through the Google translator. And we were just desperate and staying in this hotel. It was in the middle of Ramadan, so we wouldn't find food anywhere because people don't eat until yeah. nighttime. So all of the restaurants are closed and we were hungry. And if we got any food, we were forced to eat inside our bedroom. It was a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> but now every time we think about it, we just laugh so hard because it's like it, it couldn't get any worse. Like we were like, just, this is massive disaster like what are we doing here yeah but it's, it's funny i don't know like it everything it is it's everything. It's funny it's if you're not gonna laugh life. you cry right yeah. so you might yeah, as well and laugh. i guess we are lucky to be the two of us like i i really i don't know what i would say to someone that's gonna go out there by themselves which is the i would be i don't know my hero which whoever does that <laughs> There are so many people traveling by themselves, and it's amazing. But I, I guess, like being two of us, it's it made everything way more fun. It does. I think that it's really hard to go out and do long-term travel solo for you know years on end by yourself. But I think everybody should yeah. try and do it for a certain amount of time because you get you learn a lot about yourself, and then you also get. Um, to a point where we kind of need human contact and interaction and stuff. So I remember the first time that I did it, I was really just kind of introverted. And then after a week or two, I was just forced, just naturally forced me to go introduce yeah. myself to people and start talking. And it's just been such a beneficial thing for me to have in my whole life because now I feel like I can talk to anybody anytime and I talk too much. I've been dying yeah. to shut up actually. But, you know, <laughs> dreams are free. Like, dreams are free. I was like, I'm going to start a podcast because I don't get to fucking talk enough. <laughs> so here we are. Yeah, no, I, I know. And there's like, a, it gets to a point where you, like, everything that can happen, it, it kind of depends on you. You can choose to just not do anything or not speak to anyone or just go to a tour guide and do touristic stuff or just 
try new things like that's the time to do it to be try that new personality that's really amazing yeah. about it is the sink or swim moment i've traveled by myself for like four and a half years and i love it because i'm happy to be that weirdo that goes into a bar and just yeah. talks to anyone and i'll leave with loads of friends <laughs> yeah 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 so we want to try and um, we're going to wrap it up with a couple of rapid fire questions. You can answer as quickly as you can. Rapid does tend to mean quick. Oh, don't do this to me. But we you, failed no, so fast. Hey, if you need to, if what we can always do is if you take your time, we can just edit it to make it sound like you answered really quickly. Perfect. I like but that. We, we also like the silly, the silly answers that you might come up with and you know, yeah. straight away without thinking. So what is, of all the places you've been so far... Wait, wait, prepare, prepare, breathe. Yeah. Okay. Okay, ready? I'm ready. Best surf spot. Oh, shit. Uh, Katia. <laughs> what was that repeat that you said that so fast? <laughs> Katiet, it's one of the Mentawai Islands. Um, okay. I think the island it's called Sipora. Sipora Katiet. Yeah, I don't want to give that one away, so maybe Sorry, I'll it's just. It's too late now. You already have. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we got it recording. Yeah, yeah, this is live. <laughs> okay, okay. Zen moment. You ready? Breathe. Best street okay. food. Oh, Mexico. Yeah. Mexico. Oh, we love I, to do I, that. I yeah, disagree with you, but we have yet to go to oh India. So. I've been dreaming about Mexico for the last two weeks. Uh, Those, maybe next yeah, year I we'll see that. you there. Okay, so third one, final one. If you had to leave right now, at this moment, what place would you go back to? New York. <laughs> New York? New York City? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You start this up. <laughs> I go to New York City. I know, yeah. You started this off as not wanting to be in the city. Curveball. Wow, you really dropped the spider I'm in there. I'm just surrounded by cows and chickens. I need the city yeah. right now. You need some diversity, I get that. I, I mean, it was the, in fairness, the question was right now in this yeah. moment, where would you go? So New York City. Exactly. Yeah. I love that city. It's been too long since I've been back there. You so hear I'm that, New Yorkers? Agree. New Yorkers, listen, revel. I've always loved New York and, and I, I'm kind of needing that kind of um, inspiration that gives you, like not any city, but New York City. Just to kind of wrap it up, what does the future hold? What is the next uh, month, six months, year, if you know? Uh, yeah, I wasn't able to be answer that question before, but now we are just going to stay here for the next six months. I'll probably go back to Argentina for a couple of weeks to see family and friends and see one of my best friends get married. And yeah, we're staying at the farm, farming. <laughs> and are you just woofing? I'm going to be that annoying person. Um, what visa are you on? <laughs> are you on a tourist visa? My partner is on a student visa. Oh, nice. He's doing like a three-year course and I'm on a partner of his yeah. visa. But yeah, this is, yeah, that's it. And we have a little business here of our, of our own that we do like a delivery service for the farmer's market. So people oh, that nice. cannot make it to the farmer's market, they make a grocery list and we get it there for them. So we're mm -hmm. trying to make people stop buying at massive supermarkets and just get their groceries from local farms. Good job. And there's so much in Barrenbet in that area. I used to love the markets there. 
It's so good, yeah. Mm -hmm. Isaac, yeah. thank you so much. We are so thankful that you bared with us through the yes. technology issues and everything. And thank you. So happy to share your story. And we're gonna link people to your documentary. Anything else that you have, please send to me because I will get people on it. And um, as soon as this gets released in the next few weeks here, we'll give you a heads up. Okay, sweet. Thanks so much Thank you. for nice listening to, you. to my really long story. Oh, no, it's great. That's exactly what we want, the no, long story. These are the stories we're trying to share, so thank you very much. Enjoy your evening, okay. and we'll talk soon. Thanks, you too. Bye. Ciao. Bye. Thank you, Augustina, from your windy caravan in Australia. Check out our show notes for any information and links to her profiles and to her film work. I know I want to check out that documentary about the jugglers. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty fascinating story. I'm excited to see it myself. Guys, we've got some exciting stuff coming your way. We are, as you're listening to this, deep into the Himalayas, where we are trekking to Everest Base Camp. Uh, we're going to be bringing you a um, serial series of episodes that are our day-by-day -day account of our Everest trek. Serial series, serial series, serial series, serial series. Try and say that really fast five times. I'm going to stick to doing the outro. Um, should be really cool. Hope you guys enjoyed that. If you do, subscribe to us. Leave us a review. If you don't, still subscribe. Leave us a, leave us a review anyway. Grab a friend, have them subscribe. Who really cares? Um, go check out some of our stuff. We're going to have new videos and all sorts of great content coming your way on the website, www.smallworldspodcast.com. And be sure to follow us on our Instagram, at smallworldspodcast, because we be having some fun with them stories. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, you're looking at me weird. Take it easy, folks.